there's a question here, uh, and I'll keep it anonymous, and I'll read it, and it's a little bit long, so let me read it and we'll talk about it because yeah. I think it's a really good discussion point that we've landed into. Hi all, I need a little advice from the Brains Trust. I don't think I can post anonymously, so if you know me, you don't know me. I was listening to the pod <laughs> episode today, episode 639, and Glenn said we have a community here that can support each other, so I'm looking for some friendly advice uh, as I don't know where else to turn. I'm just going to pause there, everyone. This is the one reason that we do My Millennial Money is because we are a safe space for you to dare to dream about like, oh, I want to do something else with my career because there could be people in your life and your world who will want to talk you out of that because it's risky and Mm. it's not their vibe anyway. I've spent the last eight years since I was 20, so we've got a 28-year-old, if you can't count, guys, (laughs) growing my career, working crazy hours and putting my heart and soul into my job. It's taken all of me and I realized recently that my job has basically become my identity. I don't know who I am outside of it and I recently got married and I know there is more to life than my work. My job can be incredibly hard and stressful and I feel like it requires passion to work the hours and support the work. I work in the public sector for reference. The question is, I don't know how to step back without taking a negative impact on my work or the way the colleagues or my boss perceive me. I don't know how to take it back to 80 or even 90% capacity because I'm worried about my performance. But I'm also worried that if I don't have hobbies, I have a friend group that I rarely see and I barely catch up with family. Episode 639 hit me deeply, particularly around being rich in relationships and happiness. This year has kind of put me into perspective, following the COVID work from home grind where we were all working crazy hours because we could, now that's tipped over into the new working world. I think I feel like I'm just missing something. If anyone has been through this or has any advice on what I can do uh, and to let the perfectionist go, I would really appreciate it. Bit of a rant and thank you if you stayed till the end. (laughs) I just need to say a couple of things. Um, Number one, I'm actually going to reply to you in Facebook and I want to send you a copy of our book, uh, Sort Your Career Out, because chapter one in that whole book is about finding your values and building your life off your values. And I think number one here, you've you've landed into a, a job like you may have left school, you may have went to university straight into the workforce and you're a hard worker and you care and you've just gone flat to the floor and you're 28 now and you're looking up and going, oh crap. Mm. What do you guys think? Like there's a lot to unpack there and I think it is the best thing about this she has realized yeah. that what I'm doing now is not what I want the next 10 years yeah. to be like. I think two things. One, uh, you you see the statistics about work from home. People work more when they work from home. And so you have to be really careful to draw boundaries because uh, the employers are down with that. <laughs> you're not commuting anymore. And because those hours aren't spent there, you're more liable to pick up your laptop at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. or something like that. You're, you're more likely to get a little get started a little early. Sure, you can get your laundry done during the day too, which is a perk, but people are spending more hours overall working. And so that literally the productivity gains that everyone saw, uh, it's because folks were working yeah. longer hours, not hours. necessarily because they were in an environment that allowed them to be more inefficient yeah. with their work. So And I think the other thing is instead of thinking of it, I think the mindset shift I would say is instead of thinking about running away from work and being like, I have to work less, 
running towards other things is just a better way. It's just a better way to proceed. And so running towards building relationships, building up those friendships that maybe you've let go by the wayside a little bit because you have been working too much or a hobby that you're like, man, I used to love doing that and I just have not spent any time doing that. And carving out time in your schedule to make that a regular occurrence, leaning into that, and then you're going to feel a little more comfortable, I think, uh, it, leaning away from work. So instead of being like, oh, work's the problem and I need to work less. It's like, no, that the, the real problem is I'm not doing enough of these other things that I say I value, that I really do care about, but I've kind of let laps in my life. So work to, to skew time in your calendar and skew that your mindset towards just pursuing a little more of that and not less of work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And reading into it, and like, I don't want to get like counselor on the couch, but she said recently married, right? So... I can at least picture it in my in like my mind's eye is like you're cracking it, you're hustling, you're doing the COVID work from home thing, and you don't mind working at eight o'clock at night. Like you don't care if you're pulling the laptop up at nine thirty, getting something done, but your new spouse might, mm-hmm. and like there might be some friction there where you guys have different values, as Glenn said, and like that needs to be a discussion with your partner. Is like maybe you're finding some friction, and she's thinking, oh, I need to like totally cut back, like. And I'm scared to have this like thought with my employer and like this mind game is going on in her head of like, how am I going to talk to my employer? Like definitely have an honest conversation with your spouse first. And maybe you can define some sort of boundaries of like, Hey, I don't open my laptop from seven to 10 PM. Mm. Like that's our time to hang. You literally might, you know, obviously I'm speaking for her, but like you might be conjuring up a problem that doesn't really exist. You just need to set some boundaries and maybe you can still thrive in your, your job that you're doing. But if you don't, if you're speaking for your spouse and you're just feeling the friction, you're playing the guessing game, like, you know, lean in and have that conversation first before you go to your employer. You're like, I'm going to half time. Yeah, I, I think I'm a recovering perfectionist. Do you remember the cable guy? The oh, yeah. He's like, Jim Carrey? I'm kind of a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't say the word. That explains so much. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, what can happen is we can get in our own mind. And I think on the work thing, like, you don't want to make it look like to your work that you're not giving your all, I would say they probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're like, I don't work after 6 p.m. Isn't that the phenomenon of quiet quitting? <laughs> it's like people saying, well, I don't yeah. think they're going to notice. The, if the they, quiet yeah. quitting is like, yeah. I'm literally bludging for the next three weeks and I'm out of here. Yeah. But I, I just think turning the tap down and what we said in the career book was, can you have a chat to your manager and go off-site, get out of the office. Yeah. Goes like, hey, can I buy your coffee one day? And d- depending on all the variables and all that, I think honesty is often the best policy. Sometimes my honesty has got me into trouble, um, being a bit over sherry and all that stuff. Um, but what if you said to the manager, hey, I love what I do here. You know, I give it 100%. I'm recently married and... 
I feel like I like while I'm not going to not work, mm-hmm. things might look a bit different where I'm going to close the laptop at 7 p.m. and you might not get a an email. Like I think it's just a, a value and expectation realignment. Yeah. And then it, it, you, you pull that thread. It's like, okay, do you like your job? Do you like your career? Do you like your job but hate your career? Do you like your career but hate your job? So I think there's a, a lot there. But one of the biggest things in my 20s was I felt my 20s was wasted, but it kind of wasn't because I've built a really successful business. But I look back and think, oh, wish I did that or didn't do that. From what standpoint? Not So obviously not from a career standpoint, a work standpoint, oh, but in what, what other areas? What it was, was I... Like I take medication for depression and anxiety and all through my 20s, it was actually a train wreck, mm. like mentally, because I thought that's how everyone felt. Like I just thought that was part of being human. Like mm. burned out, can't get out of bed on days, taking too many things on, too many spinning plates, all this stuff, like couldn't sustain relationships because if you're empty, how can you give out? So from that mental health thing, and it, it, this could be maybe a clinical thing. I don't know. Chat TGP if you're feeling like you've got to overcook work and be a perfectionist with all things. Yeah. Um, so for me, the whole, I feel like my 20s was wasted because I didn't know that I actually had depression. So I got medicated in early 30s and I'm like, oh, I'm living, baby. Like, <laughs> right. So that's there's a lot of regret there on my behalf. Um, but I just, the, the winner here that, she is talking about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, she finds herself in a situation where she's realizing she's got other priorities. Yeah. And g- kind of going back to what you're saying, Joel, but it's very difficult to tell a perfectionist to say, to, hey, worry less about this. Care less about your work. When my wife is anxious, I just say, be less anxious, and it always it, works. It always yeah. works. Yeah. I find yeah. myself on the couch all yeah. the time. But, yeah. <laughs> but when you realize there are other things that you want to pursue, and she's realized that. Like, mm. that's what's so great. Like, she has, it's not that there, she, she's trying to figure out what is or isn't making her happy. She's realizing specifically, what I heard you read, Glenn, was that relationships is something that she's neglected over the past eight years. And, now being married and being in the most significant relationship, she realizes that, oh, this is something I need to actually work towards, something I have to prioritize. And I love that because the, the, the light bulb moment has happened. Like she sees the light at the end of the tunnel and now it's just a matter of taking the steps to get there. And I think what you simply do is find ways to pursue that, to grow, foster that relationship, invest in that, while at the same time, like you said, I think slowly creating some boundaries, yeah. finding ways to not give... She's been working more than one hundred percent, right? Yeah, and, like and that's that, that's the difference. Okay, she's she's been giving like one hundred and ten percent. She the, <laughs> the line says, "I don't know how to step back without taking negative impact." Mm-hmm. The way my colleagues and my boss sees me, I don't know how to take it back to eighty or ninety. I can tell you right now, this individual's eighty is someone else's one twenty. Yes, 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 one hundred percent. I got I tired agree. listening to her emails. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's working so much harder than me. Like, what is my ten percent? <laughs> 